Over 15 million children in America do not even know who their father is. Millions more know who their father is, but don't have an ongoing relationship with him. To me, that is one of the saddest things in our country, absentee fathers. We're blessed to have fathers. I was blessed to have my dad well into the married years. And many of you were blessed to have your dads, but some of you weren't. And I got to tell you, as a man who grew up with a dad who was involved in my life, it's hard to understand what it would be like to grow up without a dad involved in your life. Because I miss him even now, but I can't imagine not having him when I was growing up. And America today is raising kids without a father. And we're seeing the results of it every single day. I heard another thing on the news yesterday. Four out of five, I'm sorry, three out of four deaths in America, three out of four are fentanyl related. Three out of four. That's more than COVID. It's more than cancer. That's more than gun violence. That's more in automobile accidents. Fentanyl, an illegal drug, killing more people in our country. And sad to say, our government, not only are they not stopping fentanyl, but they're now providing needles for drug addicts so they have a safe needle to use instead of getting the help that we need. And so if you turn to Ezekiel chapter 22, Melanie just read a passage of scripture from it, and I'm going to read some more. I've titled this message, What America Really Needs. What it really needs. Father, encourage hearts not only of those who are here, but those who are not able to come because of illness or other reasons, and they're watching online. May this message be an encouragement to their hearts, I pray in Christ's name. Amen. Son of man, say unto her, Thou art the land that is not cleansed, nor rained upon in the day of indignation. There's the conspiracy of her prophets. In the midst thereof, like a roaring lion ravening the prey, they have devoured souls, they have taken the treasures and precious things, and they've made many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned mine holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and the profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean, and have hid their eyes from my Sabbath, and I am profaned among them. Her princes in the midst thereof are like wolves ravening the prey, to shed blood and destroy souls and to get dishonest gain. And her prophets have dabbed them with untempered mortar. In other words, have whitewashed the truth. Her prophets have whitewashed the truth. Seeing vanity and divinations, or spiritualism, lies unto them, saying, Thus saith the Lord, when the Lord hath not spoken. Let me just stop there and interject. Have you ever noticed, ever heard anybody say, God told me? Be careful when somebody says, God told me. Make sure whatever God told them lines up with whatever the Bible says. Because God does not tell anything contrary to the Scriptures. The people of the land used oppression, exercised robbery, 
and have vexed the poor and the needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. Now, stop there again. Does that sound like any country you know? Does that not sound like America today? Come on. In, in, in some states now, you can, you can actually shoplift $1,000 worth of goods and it's no longer a crime. Stores are closing because they can't stay in business because people are walking out with less than $1,000 worth of merchandise. Now get this, they're going to one store and getting $1,000, so they can go to another store and get 1000 And another store and get 1000 By the way, be careful what you buy online. Guess where some of it's coming from. You see a deal online that's too good to be true? It is too good to be true. But now here's the verse Mountie read, and the most... To me, one of the most frightening verses of Scripture in the Bible. I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. You know what I'm seeing in America today? Less and less men standing up for the truth. I see a lot of women trying to fight for it. But I don't see a lot of men fighting for it. So ladies, you can take what you want to from this message today and hope it applies to you. But men, listen up. The uncleanness of the nation. It was unclean because of the corruptness of spiritual leaders. Can I say to you today, we have a corruptness in spiritual leadership in our country today? And we'll see that as we go on. The unfaithful prophets were men of God. Now look, it says they devoured the people. They stole from the people. They stored up treasures for themselves. And they failed to warn the people of God's pending judgment. Again, does that not sound like pulpits across America today? Church after church after church after church have men standing in the pulpit who are in business for personal gain. And I would say to you watching online, if your pastor lives in a $14 million home, he might fit. Pastors, radio preachers, TV preachers, send me your money. Send me your money and God will bless you. So be careful who you send your money to. Be sure when you send your money, it's money invested in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. The priest embraced evil. You know, there are pastors all over America that are lifting up abortion today as being good, right, wholesome, and from God. Two things about abortion. It is murder, and God can forgive. A woman who's had an abortion doesn't have to carry the guilt. Just bring it to the Lord and leave it with him. God's day was corrupted. I can remember a day in America when more people were in church on Sunday than not. I'm, I'm that old. I'm old enough where the guy that didn't go to church on Sunday was the oddball. He was the odd man out. No stores were open, so he couldn't do anything anyway. When I was a kid, you couldn't go to the grocery store on Sunday. You couldn't go to the gas station on Sunday. You couldn't go to the drugstore on Sunday, but there was one drugstore in Fairfield, Ohio, that they rotated one state open on Sunday for emergencies only. You couldn't even go in and buy a Coca-Cola in it. Or have we come a long way backwards? 
We've taken God's day and just made it a, any other day. It's no longer a day to worship God. The goal of the priest was to shed innocent blood. We just talked about abortion. It's to destroy God's people and it's to get dishonest gain. The result of the corrupt priest is the people became corrupt. Well, preacher, now we live in the 21st century and we don't have to go by those standards anymore. God knows what time we live in. Yeah, God wrote the Bible for all time, folks. Okay. Murder, still murder. Adultery, still adultery. Hate is still hate. Evil speaking, still evil speaking. Watching things I shouldn't watch is still wrong. Walking out on my family is still wrong. But preacher, this is the 21st century. You don't understand. Well, I do understand. Corrupt pulpits have corrupted the people. You see, I don't preach to gain people. I preach to be in favor with God. It is time we had some men in the pulpits who'd stand in the gap. There was a false sense of what the ministry was. The ministry was used for financial gain of the priest. You'd be surprised how many young men going into ministry that I talk to that they're planning on making money. That's their goal. And if your goal is to go into ministry to make money, you're not called of God. God did not call you to make a lot of money, Pastor. He called you to preach the truth. And as most of you know here, when I came to the church here and I was candidate and they wanted to talk about money and I said, no, we will not talk money. I don't want to know what you're going to pay me. It could do one of two things. It could scare me away or it could make me want to come. And I didn't come for the money. I came because I thought this is where God led me to come. And one thing I've learned over 31 years, where God leads, he provides. And if you are going to church and you ask before you are called, how much are you going to pay me? Chances are maybe God's not calling you. Depend on God to take care if he calls you somewhere. Ministry was about appeasing the people, not instructing them. Still sound familiar, church? One famous preacher in Texas said he doesn't preach on hell because that's not what people want to hear. Well, hell's still hot. Lost people still die and go there. But yet we quit warning people about it because we don't want to be offensive in church. Now listen, we hear a lot today about offense being offensive. I think it's high time we offend some people. It's high time we let this country know and the world know there are consequences to sin. The ministry was all about man's image, not God's. And unfortunately for you, I'm not here to maintain my image. I'm here to try to maintain God's. The people were living under oppression from their leaders. And I could say in America from spiritual leaders and from secular leaders. That's what's going on. Not a single man, not a single man was willing to stand in the gap. Not a single man. I see America getting to that. I see churches getting to that. We just had a man up conference. I like the term man up. 
Because you see, society is telling us today, well, now men aren't that important. Women aren't that important. In fact, moms aren't important. Birthing people are. Dads aren't needed. You just look at what's going on in this country, and you tell me some godly dads aren't needed. When I was growing up, kids weren't shooting kids in school. And they weren't shooting each other in the streets of the city. We had dads in our home that taught us right from wrong. We don't have that today in most homes. And I do say most homes. Because even homes with dads aren't being taught. Dads are taking a back seat. Dads are not out front where they need to be, leading. Well, that's not popular preaching, is it? We must have gap feelers if the church and our nation is to survive. What's wrong with America? You say a corrupt government. Well, where did corrupt government come from? I want to look at the type of men that we need. Melanie alluded to some of this in her song. First of all, I think it's time we have some humble men. Some humble men. 1 Peter 5, 5 and 6 says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, and all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Now let's talk about humility. I could stand here and say I'm proud to be an American. Okay? And I am. But being proud of America will not get the job done. I need to be proud of the Lord Jesus and what he's done in my life. And I need to submit to his authority. I need to bow down before him. I don't need to bow down before America and pay homage to a country if it forsakes God. I'm sorry, but I said it. It is time this nation returns to the God who founded it. You say, preacher, I don't believe God found it. Go read the Declaration of Independence. We were endowed by our Creator. That's a reference to Almighty God. We need to get away from all gods are the same. We read that last week from the Pope. All gods are not the same. I serve a living God. You know, all the other religions serve a dead God or an inanimate God. I serve a living God who, it just the sound of his voice can steal waters, can bring storms, could create something out of nothing. At the Science Museum yesterday, we watched a film on dinosaurs. 240 million years ago, now, now, now get this, the, the lands were all together as one. Randy talked about this in uh, class a couple of weeks ago. And something happened, and they all divided to where they're at today. I think I found that in Genesis 1. I didn't have to go very far to find that. But then they went through, it was warm, then it froze, and it's warming, and it froze. I said to Wanda, so they don't even realize that they just promoted climate cycles. 
If you know anything about science, you know that the earth heats and it cools and it heats and it cools. Been doing that for about 7,000, 8,000 years. See, God set it all in motion. And it wasn't 240 billion years ago. I was amazed in the film. We think, we think, we think, we think. Guess what? I know. I'll take an I know over I think anytime. I'll take truth over theory anytime. This book is true. So we need to be humble. We need repentant men. Repentant men. The times of this ignorant God winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Acts 26, 20. But showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coasts of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. I like this verse of scripture because it tells me repentance changes behavior. Y'all get that? We need the kind of repentance among men that changes behavior. Gets rid of the pride and the arrogance. And brings on humility, realizing that we are what we are by the grace of God, plus nothing, minus nothing. We need men who are cleansed. Psalm 51, 2, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Psalm 51, 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Trust me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor Randy, I believe David wrote that song. David, a man after God's own heart, is pleading with God to cleanse him. Now, I just have a little suspicion that if David, a man after God's own heart, who had been forgiven much, still allowed dirt to come in once in a while, that maybe I need to be cleansed from time to time too. And, and you know, very few men that I know ever ask God to cleanse them. Most men that I know think that everything they do is okay. We need men who are humble, repentant, cleansed, and we need men who are yielded. Yielded. Romans 6.13, Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those who are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. I like the way Paul puts this. We need to yield ourselves to God as if we at one time were dead and now we're alive. Do you all get that? We were dead. When were we dead? When were we yielding ourselves to, as instruments of unrighteousness? But we've been made alive. So because of that, we need to change our allegiance from the things of this world to the things of our God. In Romans 6, 16, Know ye not to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey, his servants are, uh, ye are to whom ye obey, rather of sin unto death, of obedience unto righteousness. Now look, you see sin leads to death. Y'all see that? 
Obedience leads to righteousness. Means right in the sight of God. We need men of compassion who are compassionate. Finally, be of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous. Can we just ignore that one? Men like to be tough. You know what's wrong with a lot of dads? They have no compassion. They have a good iron fist, but no compassion. Problem with husbands who maybe not dads is compassion. We lack compassion when it comes to other people. I read a thing from a pastor friend of mine today who um, was talking about his father. He said when he was younger, his dad was too drunk to spend any time with him. His dad got saved, and he was too drunk to spend any time with his dad. He got saved, and he said the last seven months of his dad's life were great. They built a relationship. But you see, sin took away the relationship until Christ moved in. And there are so many people. We, we look at people steeped in sin, and we have no compassion for them because their sin was different than ours. The fact is, if you're saved, you were saved from sin. You were saved because you needed a Savior because you were a sinner. And how dare us not have compassion on a lost and dying world that needs Jesus? We want to blame everyone for the problems in our country, but maybe it's time to look inside. Compassion. Compassion. Joshua said, only be strong and very courageous. The next one's courageous. Be strong and very courageous that, ye may, uh, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servants, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. Thou mayest prosper whithersoever, whithersoever thou goest. Now, we need courageous men. Courageous men. Courageous men stand up for truth in the face of opposition. Stand up for truth in the face of opposition. Preach the truth no matter what. Protect their family no matter what. Listen, there's so much coming into our homes today, dads, that we need to stop. We need to stop. How many ever heard of Buzz Lightyear? Okay, the latest Disney film on that, or Pixar, whoever's done it, two of male are kissing. Better watch what you bring into your home. Watch where you spend your money. It's high time we, we purge our homes, Dad. Get out of the home that which is destroying it. It amazes me that... There's so much in our country right now about gun control and some of those same people, their kids sit in front of a video game blowing people to smithereens all day long. That's where the violence is coming from. Coming from the home, not teaching children right. You know, the average child who's on a video game from the time he's six to the time he's 16 cannot tell reality from truth, from error. It's all one and the same. 
Killing is natural to them. Death is natural to them. They don't see any difference. And they act out in person what they saw on the screen. And you say, preacher, that's hogwash. You better do a psychological study and you'll find out it's not. Children are what's put in them. That's what they become. We need men who are faithful. Moreover, it is required of stewards that a man be found faithful. They need to, first of all, be faithful to God. Above all else, faithful to God, Ephesians 5 and 6. Then they need to be faithful to their families. I was asked yesterday, should a man who impregnates a woman accidentally be forced to marry that woman? My response was no, he should be forced to take care of that woman and that child. That's not very popular. But if he's going to be a dad, there's a price to pay. And I don't know how you accidentally get someone pregnant anyway. Less biology has changed. I don't know. <laughs> we had some, some woman up for some office. Is it the here? And they ask her, can a man get pregnant? She says, yes. Can a man get an abortion? Yes. Thank goodness we had a few people in Washington who said, you're crazy, lady. Biology disagrees with you. Truth disagrees with you. They need to be faithful to God, faithful to their family, and faithful to their church. You know, it's sad that Father's Day has become a day where we all get together outside the church instead of inside the church. Well, preacher, you know, it's Father's Day and the weather's nice. We're just going to go to the beach and spend time together as a family. Fooey. I want to spend time with my Heavenly Father and my brothers and sisters. There's time after church for the other. There's time for me to have dinner with my kids. But I'd like to have some dinner with you too. They need to be faithful to their country. We now live in a day and age where over 50% of Americans said they would not die for our country. Over 50%. Among young people, it's approaching 70%. Somebody has not taught our children right. We have entrusted the teaching of our children to outside entities that do not love your children. The new lieutenant governor of Virginia, bless her man, she went to the school board there in Loudoun County, said, these kids don't belong to you, they're ours. And she says, what we're going to do is we're just going to take the money and give it to the kids so the parents can put their kids' education wherever the parent thinks the education is good. And my, my suggestion is they try homeschool. <laughs> there are some good teachers in our school system, but there's some corrupt curriculum in our school system. We had a school board in our country, Loudoun County, just passed a law, uh, uh, an ordinance, that if children miscall another child by the wrong preferred gender, they will be severely punished. Well, when I read my Bible, there's two. There's two. There's a male and a female. And God made them that way. 
God did not make a mistake when he had my children born. Paul was born a guy, and he's still a guy, and he always will be a guy. My girls are born, born girls, and they'll always be women. You say, well, preacher, you just don't understand science. Oh, yeah, I do. It's called biology. Biology is a science. Did you all know that? So let's follow the science. That what we're always told? Follow the science. Well, I'm following the science. Science says man and a woman. By the way, science also says a man can't get pregnant. Just, just throw that out. We need honorable men. 2 Timothy chapter 2. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and earthen, some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Vessel of honor. How many men today are vessels of honor? Not enough. Vessels of honor. See them you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. You see, fools walk dishonorably. Wise men walk honorably. And then we need leaders. We need godly leaders. Men who'll stand up and lead. Watch ye stand fast in faith. Quit ye like men, or man up, <laughs> be strong. Quit ye like men literally means to be a man, to stand up, man up. We need leaders at home. Where are all the leaders at home who are men? You know what men are doing today? They're stepping back and saying to the wife, go ahead, you lead. And you know what that's leading to? A chaotic mess. Like it or not, church, God ordained the man to be the leader in the home. That is not popular 21st century preaching because we've been indoctrinated by a worldly philosophy for nearly 100 years. You say, well, I don't think you should think men are more important than women. I don't believe that for a moment. I believe God has an importance for each of us in the right position. Church, I am no important in this church than you are, but I'm the leader, but I'm not any more important than you. You have a responsibility. You have a gift, and it's your responsibility to exercise that gift. Men at home, we should be the leader of our children and our wives. And women, you ought to let them do it. Well, my husband's not smart enough. He'll screw it up. So he screws it up. Are you saying you never have? We screw it up when we get it backwards from what God ordained. That's where the screw-up's at. So we need, to, we need leaders at home. We need them at work. We need godly men and women to step forward at work and be counted. We need leaders at church. Most churches who are dying are dying because the men have quit being men. Men no longer are felt... They need to be important in the church. In fact, the average Christian man thinks church is for women. I use Christian in quotes. It's for women. How many homes 
Does mom come to church with the children? Well, dad's at home doing whatever. What do you think those children do when they get old enough? Church not important. And so here's the scripture again. I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found. Can that be true today too? Is God looking for men but having trouble finding them? Is he having trouble finding men who'll stand in the gap? I've had it said to me over the years, Miss Tilly must live a miserable life with a guy like you who believes that you should be the head of the home, running the home. Have you lived a miserable life? She says, no. Melanie, are you all miserable? Must have worked. God's way does work. It works. Have I been the best father all the time? No. Have I been the best husband all the time? No. Have I screwed up? If she's honest, she'd say, yep. You can't see her over there because I'm not even going to turn to her. I don't want to see her hickle like that, you know. The reason we screw up is we're human. And sometimes we get proud. Sometimes we like compassion. Sometimes we like humility. Sometimes we like honor. And we have to do what David said, Lord, <laughs> search my heart. See if there be any wicked way in me. Cleanse my heart, oh God. But men, I'm telling you, don't be afraid to mess up. Because the greatest mess up you can do is just ignore what God says. Father, I don't know if the message helped. I do believe you gave me this message for this time. I know it went out over the airways, and I know it's not popular today. But Father, I believe your word is truth. And I ask you, Father, to do something in the hearts of men today and women. May we have honorable women, compassionate women, humbled and submitted women as well. 